Beans and Coffee. I have an interesting guest here today, Anthony Donegan. Anthony, thanks so much for coming Thank on. Thank you, we really appreciate it. Anthony is a business development mentor. He has a massive Instagram page at the moment, working off himself, really building it up from the ground. A big, big following. Um, but no better person to explain it himself. I'll let him tell his journey so far and just kind of how you've got to where you are and where it all began for you. Yeah, so I don't come too far from here actually. My yeah. mother's just down uh, the road down in Crumlin. Yeah, you're local. Down the local, yeah. Um, my story is a bit like a quote which I'm going to actually quote me because I, I love to quote myself as well. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, my life was like one big boxing fight. I, f I found I fought best against the ropes and sometimes you need to let your hands go because mm -hmm. it's the only way to move forward, mm -hmm. you know? Let loose. Let loose, you know? When you're, when you're up against it, you can keep taking punches, you can get off the ropes and start jabbing, mm -hmm. let your hands fucking go. Mm -hmm. And that was what it was for me. I, I felt like it was always just, even 16, 17 years of age, I met him out of houses, you know? And uh, I had kids young, of course, and uh, my girlfriend at the time. We had uh, my daughter, who was 12, now Robin. Mm -hmm. And I, I was, it was all very young, it was all a lot, it was out of house. And I'm, and I was in and I bang straight into a recession then as well. So like a young child, recession, and I'm renting for thirteen hundred a month. And I'm like Great. Great. massive struggles. It's to grow up. You know? Well like some of your mates are all going out on the weekend and everyone's just living the life and yeah. then there's you kinda of, you're almost living as a tort, you're all yeah. you're still a young boy. Like, literally and, and and here's the truth, I didn't want kids. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't want them. And, and a lot of people think uh, I keep a very honest approach. And a lot of people, and men in specific, I believe they say, I didn't want them because, you know, I wasn't able. Mm. And I knew I wasn't able. I just, I wanted to be a little boy. I wanted to live, you know, you look like the boys, you know, the rip. And I said, right, you know, you have to get your head down. You know, you just have to. And there was no work out there either. So at the time, it was coming to the end. And I got into construction. Recession came, went bang. And I'm like 19 years of age with no work in a house in Crumlin. Mm -hmm. um, I think it just had painted walls, I had a telly, a sofa. Just, just literally a livable space. Livable yeah. space. You, and I was, did you go into the army then? I did, I went to the, I went to the army because of a recession dodger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had to, because I'm not joking. There's times where you had a kid to, to and, for. Yeah. You, you know, you had a, a priority and responsibility. I had a priority, I had, and like, it was, it was, it was struggling back then, even with money, because I remember like, those days where I had no money to buy the, uh, robbing a little uh, SNA. It was like 30 euro. Mm. You know, and I hadn't got it. And uh, it wasn't really mad. I mean, all the time I was getting a bit um, sick of that as well. And I won't say embarrassed, but I just felt it. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to be bleeding, having to bleed, knocking into people and get massive baby fuel. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, what happened to me was I seen this advertisement in the paper one day, Defence Forces. And I, I would have never joined the army, but obviously, because it is an income. And, so and a steady income as steady well. Steady income for the public service. So you're going to be almost. Yeah. You know, guaranteed this wage every month. Yeah. Guaranteed. And guaranteed a permanent yeah. post. So that was your plan? That was my plan. Something and, stable. And, yeah, and we made sure that Bourne we were walking um, together along the floor. Jerry's my good friend, Jerry Vegas. Mm -hmm. And he says, look at the recruiting. Because he was at the beginning of the army and he bounced and dropped out, so he's going to go for it again. So, so why not go for it again? We're a friend. We're a friend. Yeah, yeah we're all trained together, running yeah. on with some of the parking lot, doing sprints. Yeah. I'll bear them, by the way. <laughs> um, so we went for it, and it was 10,000 positions, taking on 40, and I got it. Unbelievable. Yeah, so I was, I was like, maybe this is a, a sign, you know? Mm -hmm. Dad, and the paper was reaching out to you. Yeah, maybe maybe something's there, because I'm big in the universe and the attraction and the pull and all that. So what if you hadn't seen that ad, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you kind of probably yeah. would have felt you were still against them ropes. Yeah. As you're describing it. Yeah. Never getting off it. Yeah. But the fact you changed your mindset, and you came with a more positive approach. Yeah. That kind of completely would have said, right, hang on, instead of me 
put my head down here, yeah. I'm not going any more forward, mm. I'm going to bounce from this. And you did. That's it, and I was, and I look back now, I've done eight years in the military, mm -hmm. uh, best time of my life, because I didn't find out who I was, I found out who I wasn't. Mm -hmm. You know? You learned a lot about yourself. Yeah, you do, because people always hate that, oh, I hate this and I hate that, and so many people hate that army, but they don't do anything about it. Mm -hmm. But I was in it for a couple of years, and what happened to me in the army was, which a lot of people actually don't know where I went down the road of speaking, was because I had this big struggle from an early age, which I hid. It was a struggle with social anxiety, mm -hmm. and I never knew what it was. So when I joined the army, I said, I'm going to join the military, because now I know about this now, I'll be able to hide it mm -hmm. amongst 10,000 people, do you get me? Yeah, I understand, exactly. And that's a kind of a, you were fitting into a comfort zone there, yeah. but you're not kind of out in the limelight, and you were in the It was all, like, all, yeah. all in the uniform, and all the yeah. suss me, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm private down again, line up, tell you, salute. You know, it was all this military and yeah. marching on my own, it was great, but the struggle was still there, you get me? Mm -hmm. And uh, I was falling apart and I never said it to believe anyone. And no one would have known about this because I'd have been, what's the story, all right, in gaffs and all that. But what it basically was, was I couldn't, it was my mind just couldn't cope in the rooms and all, I just was always looking for the fire exit. I could not describe it. I was going for a way out. Oh, Where is the quickest way out here? It's like your mind walking the room, but trying to explain it to people, you say, What is it? And I was, this is what I always say. So go ahead, stand up, and your mind to sit down. Get out. Just, you're not wanted in that room. You're not wanted. And it was this thing from a young age, you know what I mean? And uh, what happened was, when I was 26, I took a breakdown mm -hmm. in the military. And like a lot of people, I was like, What's a breakdown? What is it? It was like my whole world just came crashing on top of me. I mean, my son at the time had a, we had a son, another uh, child, Sonny, and he had a brain hemorrhage, four brain hemorrhage he took when he was born. So he was in intensive care. Now, I'm hiding this big heavy board enough to play the social anxiety. Forget about everything, and like you say, everyone has their own problems. Everybody in the world has problems. No matter who you are, you've got something going on in your life. You have stuff. We all have stuff. Yeah. And, but what some people are good at yeah. is they're good at hiding it. Who's a champion? You know what I mean? And oh. that's, you know, that's the thing, and yeah. people can. Can disguise it and it can all look all colourful on the outside. Like I find yeah. now, we we're only speaking there off camera about social media. People yeah. have a way of, you know, broadcasting this life and stuff. Yeah. And some people are genuinely just living yeah. their best life, but yeah. there's other people out there that it's a front, that it's a show. Yeah. And, and I mean, who are we to know? But they're only lying to themselves, aren't they? Absolutely. No one's posting their failures. No. You know, when you see all these big um, highlight reel and, like, excuse me, I have a big thing with my daughter, I do. Sorry, that's them. Mikados. <laughs> <laughs> Still winking at me. Like I, I have this big thing with my daughter. Like, I, I said the whole last week. So what do you think of that? Instead of me telling my daughter what social media is, cause what, what we do with parents, I say, what do you think of that? And I flick through it. So I'm using more of a culture mentality. Right? You know the way these problems exist with social media? And we know all this type of stuff that's going on. We see the girls. We see all these pictures of arses everywhere. It's hard to see a face nowadays. You see the back of people, I see the front. And we're going mm -hmm. so obsessed with Image, image on, yeah. but the same time, myself ward and everything's taking a hit. Me and Thomas, how can we instead of attacking, we don't be attacking people, let's attack the problem. Mm -hmm. So let's just bring a real talk and uh, to it. And all real talk is but that's all it is, it's just genuine, genuine conversation. conversation yeah, no, what we're having, there's no difference, yeah, you know. So, um, where was it back, back to how we end up uh, going down the road of speaking? Was um, after I took a breakdown, mm -hmm. right. Um, I was in my like mother's one day and I said, right, there's something wrong here, I'm being struggling now, you know what I mean? And uh, I knew there was no more hiding. And I said, and my dad needs to come around the gaff, you know, he's around the corner. And uh, he separated me, my mind, comes around, he says, what's the story? I said, there's something different about me now, you know? 
And I says, what? I said, I've been struggling for a while or something. I said, I found the, uh, I think I know what it is, I said, and I can't get out of this hole. And he's like, what's the story? I said, I need to go, I need to get help, you know? Said, what was that like? Was it, did you feel deflated telling them that? Oh, I deflated. Game up, stuff, was it? game up, game over. Now everyone's gonna know. But really, it's only the start. Really, really was the best thing that ever happened. It was, it was, it was the amazing. beginning of you. Yeah, the breakdown was the breakthrough, you know? And people are saying, how do you know breakdown was like um, the clock stop, you know? You, I could hear people talking. I didn't, they weren't making sense, kind of thing. And that's when I got a fright. I couldn't hide anymore. Was it like almost being like in some bubble? It was like a bubble. It was like, it was like the world was going on around you. You know, it was, you're, still, you're it, was, just outside of it. it was like it was like my mind protection. I said you took too many hits now. You know, you've struggled. You've struggled with X, Y, and Z now. You've you've hit your own shit. Yeah, at your maximum capacity. You, you're at your capacity. You need to sort yourself out now. You know, it's inspiration or desperation. Or for me, it was both. So we, I actually walked down with his house. I went down to James Hospital and signed myself in because uh, I knew I was I was losing the, I was losing the fight. Mm-hmm. You know. And I, wa- I wasn't, here's the thing, I wasn't suicidal, but I was losing the fight bad. And I knew of two yeah, points. didn't keep this up. I knew, I, it, was, it was just because I'm a very pig-headed type of person that's held well in business, so I would never give up. I'd go to the ground, I'd not give up a fight about anything. And I was like, it's bad now. So I walked all the way down by your house, on my own, signed myself in. I said, listen, I need help. I'm going to try Irish numbers come out. And they all right, so I said, no. And I was a bit like a gaff at the time, I was doing the weights. I was going to say, it's probably a weird one as well, yeah. Andrew, because... People probably look at you, and it's the same thing with yeah. everybody. You can look at somebody, and you can't tell exactly. what's going on inside their mind. I mean, yeah. if somebody is genuinely sick or diagnosed or something, yeah. and you can start yeah. to see it in their physical appearance, yeah. but with mental health, it's a weird one. Struggles, you can look yeah. like you are just one hundred percent fine, mm. but really and truly, deep down inside you, you could be in the worst state of your life. So <coughs> when you walked into into the hospital, you yeah. probably looked and said, "What's wrong with this guy?" Yeah, I was juiced up to the noise as well, and the steroids, so it was like a bleeding calf. Because I was doing that so people wouldn't look at me. I said, if I look alright, they think I'm alright. I've literally, I was bursting out, and the girl was like, Yo, I said, now I'm struggling. I said, You need to take me in. And even saying that, I was just like, oh, Jesus, it was horrible, you know? And she was like, Yo, I need to go in. I'm not going to last another day, you know? And they took me in. But in there, I would say that was where I built, that's where I came from. That's where you learned yourself and said, I'm never going to go back to the way I was. And that, that was the making, that was the blessing. My dad was crying, I was going in my dad's account, and he was like, don't go down to that hospital, because he knew my brother's schizophrenia. He's in a home now, he's 24, and he's in a hospital. Like, he didn't like, want to see you on a ward, he didn't want yeah, to see you in that see me in that environment. So I went down, and I will say to people, and it's great to hear, I hope someone watches this, that's actually, maybe they're really struggling or something. Because if you go in there, and you see what, 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 what you had to see in there, you really aren't with a bloody noise, you know? And I went in there and I remember, it's actually a funny story, I was on the bed and one of some girls went to the bed of me, right? And uh, I think she's bipolar or something, it's a funny story, and I got a blade of fruit, you know? And I was like, what are you doing? Well, I'm being the hype as it is, you know? Well, what are you doing? And she's like to me, what? No, she's trying to get able to pull the covers over, you know? And uh, it's a funny story, and I said, I can't deal with this now, because you, know, you need to get, I said, no, she need to get her out, you know, these are fucking mad, these are bleeding mad. And I'm saying that, and I thought to myself, how dare you call these people mad, you're in here as well, you're in Hospital 6. And although I felt in that moment, I wasn't like the rest, but at the same time, it says to me, you're the only one to judge anybody in, in this life. We're all in here fighting our own battle. Yeah. Your battle might, you might be suffering with bipolar, yeah. but at the same time, that's their challenge. Yeah. And I understand because yeah. what's good about what you're saying there is you, you actually contradict, you actually yeah. like basically 
challenge yourself and yeah. say, why am I judging people here yeah. when I have my own issues? And the good thing to do there is understand your own yeah. problems, reflect yeah. on yourself before you go judging other people. Yeah. Because I yeah. find when you look at somebody and you say, I'll look at him and I'll just not and you laugh away. Yeah. Look at yourself first. You know Absolutely. I mean? you, you mightn't be... You might be laughable in that sense, you might yeah. be fine there, yeah. the way you dress, the way you look, yeah. but you might have your own flaws in different areas too, yeah. so yeah. nobody is, is perfect. So no. the fact that you were able to go, hang on a second, I'm not the same, this is about yeah. these people, but yeah. here I am and here myself. Yeah, and it's, a nice, good thing for you. it's nice for people to see, because my, my goal there, when I went to the hospital, with two kids, that was rock bottom, that was a place where... I have to come back now, and I wrote my very first quote, now you've seen me on my knees, watch me on my feet. And because that was me, really? me dad, really? I refused everyone's visits in there in hospital, I refused everybody's visits in hospital. Broken, because it was the first time in life I said, if I don't do this now, on my own, um, I'll never do it. I will keep falling into this place. So never, I, never. Never, never. So I, I, so I made a pact that I'd become the biggest development coach in the world. That was my pact in there. I wrote it all out, you know. That's when I went back to study psychology straight away after that, and social science. Really, really and then Pearson Business Development Coach. I wanted to arm myself up to the teeth with knowledge. You know, and um, stood now three or four years, but I wanted them um, to be the best. And I said, "How am we gonna express this message?" So that was why I started speaking. Mm -hmm. You know, communicating verbally. Communicating verbally, and this is why a lot of people, um, still, it's events has grown as you know in this country. People are starting to see the power of word, the power of the voice, and the, you're doing. Remember, I told you I, I was even looking at one of your uh, podcasts recently enough. The power of a visualization and seeing people image speaking. Mm -hmm. like, what? What's this? Mm -hmm. You know, and there's a great buzz out of it, isn't it? There is. I find like the most important thing about this whole thing, whatever comes with it, whatever audience or game, yeah. is meeting people like you. Yeah. The second you, you walked in here, I mean, you're you're I, I sent you a message yeah. last week. Yeah. And I said to you, um, would you be interested in coming yeah. up? But in five minutes you come back to me, you send me voice yeah. messages, we're communicating yeah. with each other. You walked in here today and I yeah. genuinely feel, I'm not just saying to you, I genuinely feel like I know you years. Yeah, yeah, you're hundred percent, you're hundred percent down to earth, you you've got this kind of attitude about you like where you don't feel like you're bigger or better than anybody you, you seem like you just want to learn people yeah um learn yourself yeah and then better people and better yeah. yourself yeah and that's the first thing i learned off you and i mean obviously you're a gentleman thank you very much talk, appreciate it but before we you know we're, we're talking on your kind of when you were down in the dumps and mm -hmm. we're talking about your negative stuff yeah and that's all very important but at the same time people need to know especially people tuning in you have built yourself now a platform, yeah. um, yourself and, and Thomas Ford. The two years are working with Real Talk podcast, yeah. um, you've got your own podcast, every tour is yeah, yeah, yeah. This will yeah. all be linked for people to tune into. But yeah. The most important thing is, yes, you did have your moments, and yes, you were down yeah. low, yeah. but you came out shining. Yeah. You know, you came out, you didn't come out of the hospital yeah. worse off than you went in. You came out and you built and built and you said, hang on, I never want to be that person again. Yeah. And yeah. the first thing you did, which was the hardest thing anybody can ever do, is go yeah. in and sign yourself in. Yeah. Like, not even like your dad brought you down or your yeah. mom brought you down. Yeah. You brought yourself down. Yeah. And yeah. you must have known, not that people tuned into this to have problems or are suffering with, with yeah. depression or mental health issues, should just immediately go down and sign themselves in yeah. the hospital, but the first thing they should do. Yeah. Um, I'd love to hear this from you and your advice because yeah. you know a lot more than I would but the first thing I think they should do is talk to their family and talk mm -hmm. to people because the hardest thing and the most toughest decision you can make is actually opening up about it yeah, and us fine. men, do, do we do that? we, no, we, we don't, don't, you know? we hate it, we, men, men shy away from this we're only starting to send each other blue love hearts 
Now, we'll start saying the red ones now at the end of the year. Well, we're all enough. Do you know what I mean? I love that. I love that. So Do you know what I mean? And this is true. Like, we yeah. said it in the handshakes and we, we get drunk and we maybe we'll get a hug. Swinging out. And we go, man, I'm in yeah. again. We'll step yeah. back and all. But for me... And there's a lot of persona to it. Oh, well. like, we don't want to feel like we're, we're yeah. almost like kind of going on like... Um, yeah. Not a man. A man's not known to be yeah. like, oh, no, I'm okay. I'm all right. And I, and I, I, I suppose what I hope with people is that my, I was I was so bad, yeah, that I got a fright. It was frightening. I, I took a breakdown, you know. And to take that breakdown, it takes a lot of strain on your mind. And I hope people often look and on this journey and say, I didn't want to be the person that came back from it. I wanted to come be the person to come back and master something and be the best there is at it, mm. you know, and I, and I hope people see on that journey that the main thing is that if you want it, and this is my message to people, whatever you want, you know, you can get it if you're willing to walk your arse off. Because when I come out of hospital, like, I've read seven to tell, 700 to 1,000 books. I went into the library one day, I used to go missing out of the army. I went absent one day, there's a story, he rang me, where are you, Will Donegan? I said, I'm in the, I'm in the library. And he goes, what? Well, well, I should be in the army. Four hours sitting in the library, I'd go down and sit there six hours a day, so you were just down the road, from the down way? the road, wrapping yeah. my six hours a day. Every lawyer, Bally Fremer, sat there for four, five hours a day. Brought my daughter now, sit there with her for three hours, uh, book after book after book. And what I will say to people is, you know, if you're struggling with something, put it on paper and, and start asking questions. Mm-hmm. Ask yourself questions. You know, what is it? What do I need to do here? Mm-hmm. What choice have I made that have been at me? What hasn't been at me? What have I done that I have not done? What, what, what am I willing to do? My biggest question to most people when I mentor them, this is what I say to them, how bad do you want it? And they go, what? Because psychologists, doctors won't say this, they say, oh, fuck it. how bad do you want it? How bad do you want to be the, the way you are right now? And what's it, what does it mean to you? What is your motivation? Is it to show other people? Is it for yourself? Yeah. Is it to yeah. show your family that you've done? Yeah. How, I think the best thing about it is, mm. and the, the most successful people, yeah. they want it for themselves. Because yeah. if you're doing something just for what other people are going to see and what yeah. they might think of you, yeah. you're doing it for the wrong reasons. I'll never last. But if you're doing it for you and for genuine well-being, yeah. I think that's the best thing. Oh, uh, it's, 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 you nailed it. Like, nailed on the head. It has to be for you. Because for me, this is life or death for me. Because when I come out, people will think this is a story of Anthony could have a hospital and he just went from that to that, but that, no, didn't it didn't, work, it didn't happen again. No. What happened was, again, I broke down. Big, okay. But ha- so having someone in your life, like I was still struggling, still having two kids, couldn't look after my kids, coming out of the man, I remember calling him man, saying, man, I can't do it, I can't look after these kids. Where, what happened to me? The army gave me time off. It's very supportive of, of so much uh, gratefulness towards the defence forces. They said, do what you have to do to get back. But for me, it's, it's, it's looking at yourself and saying to yourself, enough is enough, you know? And that's when I went into overdrive with stuff like the power of affirmations, self-talk. I'm huge on the morning routine. I meditate like without fail. How do you find that? It, my mind is so clear from it. Mm. This is why I'm able to go on to this. Releasing all them bad thoughts, yeah. bad energy, and just freeing up oh, my mind. There's no time for it. No, there's no time. I mean, this, people take this stuff still, like, do you think it's like, oh, what this lot of shit? But what I'm telling you now is... Wait, are you only saying that on the because you don't understand? I mean, you don't understand. Like, it's a different can, language. It's a different it? language. Like, how, how could... Someone says to me last week, well, I'm speaking in front of 650 people next week. Okay, how could I ever speak in front of a crowd like that? Well, no, I was the one stuck with social lines. So you were the one in the crowd. I was the one in there trying to hide. <laughs> you know what I mean? Watching. And now you're the one now there yeah. watching you. People are asking me for voice now. Let's talk more about that. Like, you know, we've got a, a big talk coming up soon now in yeah. the next week or two. But let's talk more about... Your speaking and your public yeah. speaking and going into schools and stuff. Yeah. How has that 
it's it's oi, oi, that's where I belong. That's where I'm at it's your home. home. That's oi, see, oi, not a power of words. Here's the story for what's changed my life, which, which my stepdad has been a role model to me. You know, he's been, you know, if you haven't got something in your life, you know, that is, it can be hard to talk, that or it just keeps pushing at you and see something that you don't see in yourself. Mm-hmm. So when I got a hospital, I'm going to my dad's, it was his birthday, uh, my birthday, or Christmas, was it? Could have been. And I remember I, I knocked around him and I was always falling apart and, and his lap and saying that I'm struggling again or it was always just something, you know what I mean? And I went around to him one year and he was at the own, you know, the house like 400 grand or something, remortgaged up to his eyeballs like anyone else at that time. They were trying to take his house, house, you know, all that shit. Even was going to the nails, people getting the house taken on. Mm-hmm. And for so me, possessed, my, yeah. yeah, my stepdad has me license from six months old, my dad left and uh, he was just always there for me. Me and you talked about it before we had a cup of coffee saying presence and being there and eye contact. He is my fucking role model. He's just, he just has it, you know? So, so, you're, you're, so what you're saying is so important. You have to have a go-to person. Oh, go-to. You don't, yeah. I mean, it could be your girlfriend, yeah. it could be your, your father, it could be, you know, a person you're working yeah. with. But you just need to have somebody that you yeah. can go to because yeah. we can't all fight this battle, no. And when I say no. battle, I'm not saying that in a negative sense, like life is a battle. It's a challenge, challenge like. It's a war. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah. It is. And a war, without even having a pun there with yeah. the army. Yeah. I mean, you went into an environment where yeah. you just seen an ad in the paper, yeah. applied for it, were picked out a massive amount of people, yeah. went on to do it. But you were leaving the army and you were going off reading books and you were going off working yeah. on yourself and stuff. So, would you like. You seem to be constantly evolving. It's, it's like you're only beginning. It's, 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 this is what a big part, and people often say, why do you speak? Because I'm not a power of voice. I'm not a power of presence. And that's when I started speaking, as people started putting words behind me. I never put a uh, detail behind me or a, or a word on who I was, but words started saying powerful, fiery speaker. But that came from that struggle. That came from the, when I'm obviously on stage and I'm speaking, I'm hitting my chest, passion. it's what it means. My dad, it all came from that. I wouldn't be the person I am without that story. You know, and here's one story that will and has, and I've told this in many times with my dad, so one day I went around to him, he's on solo down there. I said, Dad, I'm struggling bad. You know, still, I can't keep myself together. And he walked out with me. No money, it was my birthday, or summer Christmas, he said, I'm nothing to get you because I've no money, son. You know, I owe the banks. And I said, Dad, don't be. We're not here for your money. Materialistic things. I'm here for the bits that. I want your time. I want your energy. Yeah, and I'm crying, I'm crying, and I'm crying. And he's so calm. You know, he always did gaffs, 400 grand. Um, he's, he's in a world of hurt. He's no money. He's coming out of the pair of 20 stone away. He says, listen, son. He's basically saying to me. Let's work on you. Yeah, you're in me life. I, you're, like, I'm not, I had no guy. He was my guy. He's not six months old. I'm having a heart to heart. So to be able to hit someone at this level. I said to me, you know, I'm not six months old and since you're a baby, you know, I'm not that, you know. And I'm fucking all over the gaff and he says to me, oh yeah, man, you know, like this, and I was still not, not know where he was going with this and he goes, now what you want and all, you know what I mean? And uh, I says, oh, I just want to be, I want to beat this, you know what I mean? He says, I know you want to be the best version of yourself. He said, uh, here's what I'm going to do. He said, no, I'm going to get you. I've nothing so much about it and I wish I had something to give you, but hold on there for a second. And he walked out and he came back. I'm standing there in the sitting room, what's going on? Yeah. And he handed me a pen or a marker or an H3 or usually to pay by. He said, Now listen, he said, I'm not on my life. He said, I looked at you, I like you, so on and Now here's a pen and a paper. Now go and rewrite your fucking life. And I just stood there and I just, I said, Jesus Christ, it just hit me. And, I, and for the first time, he was telling me what I, what I, I knew how much I meant. I'm, like, I'm sitting there and I walked out of the house. 
and I was crying, there was just tears rolling down my face, and I'm walking around with Marco on a big bleed sheet. And if someone had seen me, they just said, Holy Jesus, I'm mistaken him. Look at the bleed hack of him. And I'm walking around, I couldn't believe what the power of his, the power of this. And I'm walking around, here's what, here's what happened, I rewrote my story. I wrote out this study, I wrote out college. I wrote out the five years. I draw a picture of a person with a microphone. I wrote out uh, events. I drew everything out. I drew, um, I had a picture of my Instagram. You'll see it if you want to me Instagram. There's a picture of a guy holding a mic. I drew everything out on this big huge plan on the kitchen table. I let the boys down. I was supposed to go out down that night. My instead, you, you, you sacrificed that night out for yeah. something that was, was more important than anything. It, 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 see them words? If something switched, something flicked in my head. And something, something changed, and I wanted to be that presence. You weren't like the same person after. No, I want to deliver, and I want to show up. And Saturday when I walk up this event, I show up a present because if someone can speak to you in a manner like that, in powerful, powerful words, well then what can what can happen if you put an event and put people there and put energy in your own and say something to a person at the right moment, the right time, and they hear it? Mm-hmm. And that that's to me is the most powerful thing in the world. It's like. When somebody, you see Tony Robbins and stuff yeah. like that, and somebody is, I know Connor done a podcast there. Connor McGregor, yeah, yeah. He actually tinged me before he came in, he sent me a, a video going into the gap, and I was like, let me know what he says, let me know what he says mm-hmm. on the Instagram. Just before he went there. Right before he came in. I'd say you would have loved him to be there. Now, I know it was in like, oh, was it Miami or something like that. Loving it, loving it. I'm not too sure where it was, to be honest. Like, I think it was, it was definitely over the other side of the world anyway. Yeah, you see it, but yeah. everyone was, yeah. was sitting like by a beach and everything. But, yeah. You know, we're not going to talk about it too much, but Connor's a very good friend of yours. Yeah. And Connor's obviously had a, a lot of impact and a lot of influence yeah. on your life because at the same time, you're on your own mission, and yeah. he's on his own mission. Yeah. But, you know, what he has done mm-hmm. has helped. I mean, across the world, shape yeah. people's mental health and lives. Like people yeah. that were feeling probably on the verge, on the cusp of suicide, yeah. and then seeing how, how yeah. kind of powerful the stuff he has done and yeah. changing lives and stuff. Well, he's a close friend of yours. He's with yeah. sixteen years of age, friends, and yeah. from yeah. all the way up. So yeah. you know, well, you're on your own mission, and, and that's important that you have these people around you. Obviously, yeah. you've got him there. He's he's, yeah. he's a good friend of yours, yeah. but at the same time, you know, you're working on you and. Every day I'm yeah. learning, and each I'd say the best thing for you, and there was each talk you do. Obviously, yeah. you're doing very soon this week. Yeah, is different. You yeah. learn from each talk, and the more Absolutely. you do, the more comfortable you get. Yeah. and I, I I think it's gonna get to a stage now where where you're probably going to be the go to person for these talks. It's because yeah, I can't see anybody else doing it. On it the level it's you're it's, doing. it's uh it's it's kind of frightening. I still get frightened. I bring my daughter to events. When I walk out on stage, I bring my daughter with me everywhere, she's always there behind the scene. Before I walk out, before I get myself ready, it's my little thing. I said, I'll bring that to the out here, was my goal, you know, or the tree arena. Yeah, that's my goal. Um, and that's, 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 I think, yeah. I think that's a very achievable goal for you. I think you shouldn't even be looking for bigger because I think you're going to go super nice far with this. But I think a good thing about this is what you just said about your daughter, she'll never forget that. Yeah. You think of when she's towards yeah, the aisle, you're sitting there, yeah. and you're, you know, taking out a pen yeah. and, and a marker and an A3 piece of yeah. paper and you're saying to her, you know, how has your life been so far? Yeah. Are you just having that bond with her and you're yeah. saying to her, not yeah. that she's problems, yeah. but you're yeah. saying, what was your best things that you yeah. recall with me when we were growing up? And she'd yeah. say, 
I love them talks, Dan. Yeah. I love when you brought me to them because yeah. I used to look at all the people that were just so invested and interested. Yeah. She'll never yeah. forget that. You're and doing yeah. such and a that, simple that, thing right now yeah. that she will never forget. And that. I hope that's my biggest thing. I hope to just, for my daughter, I always say to her, like I text her every day and I say, believe in yourself. This is what I do. I did this for four months until she told me to stop. Mm -hmm. Believe in yourself. Every morning there's a text on WhatsApp that she start giving me the scene. Mm -hmm. right? <laughs> and people often say, what do you do? And I say, I'm there. Like, I believe. I have this thing in me that I believe, and I got, oh yeah, I got, I admitted to you, I know, two years ago, someone says, what's different with you and anyone says, I believe, like now another, I didn't get the job, but I really believe, and belief is something that people have saying, well, what is it, like, when you believe in yourself, and you walk, you carry yourself differently, you speak different, you actually, like, you with the room, people will feel different around you, mm -hmm. and I'm a big believer in installing belief in people, and I'm, I'm, I'm you know, people are, it's good to believe in yourself, but like with my daughter, I hope, and others who see me on the journey of speaking, say, he's following something that I got told, not like I was told many times when I told people I was going to be a speaker. I was laughed at, the army even laughed at me, actually, when I told them they were saying it. It just slagged me off, actually. I've been in more WhatsApp groups, um, I've been bullied online, I've had a tweet, my first talk on Twitter, I've got 160,000 views. My uh, very first talk to you that has, I gave the speech thing in Jordan and I got the crowd to interact and I was delighted and then I got fucking trolled out on Twitter by Americans and English and all that. Um, These are all things that could have stopped you and set back yeah. could have made you say I'm packing this in. Trolled out, like lashed out, like you know, and. Uh, but you kept fighting. You kept, kept going. Coming. I kept, like people will tell you if you're doing something, like my message is to follow that voice. You know, if you're telling you, you're doing podcasts because something's so to you. Was telling you to follow it. I think, like with you, though, I mean, that with me, definitely yeah. there's something mm -hmm. in me. I don't know what it is. It's a creative side that I just need to bring. Hunger or something. Is it like a hunger I have or something saying, yeah. do this? Yeah, I think, like, you know? with you two and, and myself, there's a fire in us. Yeah. It just takes someone or something to ignite it. That's it. And everybody is the same. So yeah. we, we all have. Um, and I'll give, I'll let's take that quote if you want. No, I just have to make. No, 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 no,
dating fucking now. Them people out there, I don't know what I want to do. You know exactly what you want to do. If you're about this video, you know what you want to do, but you're too afraid to do it. And I'm telling you that it was straight, you know exactly what you can do, but you're too afraid to put yourself out there. Because when I started vlogging, people um, were like, who is this? Remember I told you I started on a smashed mm -hmm. iPhone screen? The dumbbell and fell on the phone. dumbbell fell on the phone, 70 kilo. <laughs> <laughs> But I wanted to do something so much. I wanted to vlog, I wanted to be a speaker. Didn't matter about the equipment, didn't matter about the mics, the cameras. You were using a smashed phone yeah. and people were giving stick or people were listening to that. Yeah. You got through it. Yeah. And, and I mean, we spoke about this too. Mm. There's people out there that probably wouldn't have given you an ounce at that time. Yeah. But the second you start elevating yourself and just trying yeah. to be the best version, now they want to know you. Yeah. And now yeah. they, do you know why they want to know you? Because they're attracted to, to your, not even just success, they're attracted to your energy. Because yeah. if, if you're, Surrounding yourself, yeah. like we said about Connor, I mean, like all of you guys, all of your group of friends have been mm -hmm. friends since you were young, yeah. friends since the ground up, yeah. and now look at you all now, you're all doing amazing things. Yeah. But it might have took one person or it might have took a group of people to have an influence on somebody, mm -hmm. but really and truly, the whole thing about it is you have that in you, yeah. but it just takes somebody, if you're afraid of what people think yeah. or if you're afraid yeah. of opinions, you will never go for it. Oh, and it's big, like it's very people, there's got to be people watching saying. But it's easy for, for him or uh, it's easy for them to say because you don't have got maybe I don't know you, I don't know probably people looking at this video, it's gonna be people saying, I don't know what you're going through to be honest. You probably went through hell but what or I do now something. What I do now is that a quote like here's another quote for you, and it's not money, and here's a quote that actually put me into the deep end when I wanted to start all this. Uh, a guy from America contacted me and he says to me, um, having the chats and all this idea, he says to me, what do you want to do, you know, real direct, and I love these people, mm -hmm. no bullshit, who do, who do you want to be, that's what I say to people, mentoring people, who do you want to be, uh, why are they doing it, I'm real straight to the point, so he says to me, is the pain of where you are greater than the discomfort of what it's going to take to move you out, why do you have a call, right, because the pain of where I was, was I wanted to be this person, but the pain of where I was, Greater than the discomfort, what it's going to take me out of it. The discomfort was people's opinions, fear, and what you're going to think. Anxiety. So I weighed them up, right? And I said, oh, I want this so bad, I want to be something so bad in life. So I was weighing that people's opinions down, and I said, yeah, I don't give a rat's about what people think about me or anything. And that's when I started vlogging. Really not fair. That's when I just started going. And then we can put a bleeding vlog, I can put a video on the nip, and people wouldn't bat an eyelid. <laughs> because they just get used to it. Yeah. So they get used to it. Like if you want to do a vlog, a video, a book, do it now, do it after this video, tag the two of us and let us know you started. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what I want to do. Tag us, you know, and hopefully six months up the road they're actually tagging this video. They're tagging Connects Comic Copy and say, that's where it started and that's what I'm all about. You know, I get people come up to me in the street and say, I've done it. I've had 50 business startups since they met me. 50 people, because I count everyone by the way. 50 people start businesses since they start working. You're such an interest in it. I'm such an interest in getting people to bounce out of jobs. And someone said to me this year, you haven't got my uh, situation. And I said, well, I bounced out of the army last, week, last year when I bought my own home. I went bankrupt. I no money. You know, just, uh, I don't know if you've seen the Alchemy outside Houston Station with a big cardboard cutout, did you? No. Saying, uh, looking for work. I had to, because I was broke. I done it. I done what people are saying. I, you might have done the exact same way, but you were yeah. in the same position. I mean, yeah. I find with people as well that are, you know, they don't have a job or unemployed, yeah. like, yeah. you know, that, I can understand some people want to go down a route and there's no yeah. jobs in that route or they went to college for four mm. years and, and they can't find a job in that profession. Yeah. I understand that but yeah. there's no excuse or any reason why somebody can't be working. And yeah. I find with that too, like I'm doing the podcast and like yeah. I said, I'm working full time with it. Yeah. But the reason I'm doing this mm. 
and treating it like it's full time too is because I'm passionate about yeah. it. So Passion's everything, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? If you yeah. have that passion in you, and like I said, the fire in you, it just takes something to yeah. annoy you, it just takes something to get that spark going. Yeah. You, if you find that thing, I mean, to be honest, I'm really obsessed with this now. I really want to. You love it, but it's cool. It's so cool. I love it's it. It's just so love cool. It. Like, I love that. Like, it's so, you're very, uh, you're very fluid with it. It, it, it you. suits you. It, you know, and it's amazing. And I think uh, voice recognition is going to be huge. Visual uh, also, which I doing, it's it's huge. And I, and I, and I think people are going to look at us and aspire to being. Uh, something even looking at you and seeing this type of flow. I'm the same to you. It's, it's incredible. It's empowering. And when we live when in I, when I listen to you and when yeah. I talk to you, I learn so much from you. So yeah. when you're saying that to me, that means a lot. But yeah. you have to remember, like, it's you I'm looking at, and yeah. it's people like you. It's like it's it's your friend um, Thomas Ford. Yeah. These people you're working with. When I look at yeah people like you, I yeah. take inspiration from that. Yeah. So yeah. although you're giving me compliments and I appreciate yeah. that, yeah. remember yourself that it's it's us and us yeah. younger generation looking yeah. at people like yeah. you that have yeah. been through the mud and came out shining. And and that and that's it. And, and a big a big area which people are gonna watch this video as well and say passion. My biggest question I get asked doing that mentoring is how do I find your passion? And I always say you have to look for it, right? People say, well, I, well, I am looking for it, I am looking for it, but you have to dig deep, like, don't be going around, like, sessioning all the time, giving out about your life, doing the same stupid shit that got you into that place, in the first place, making silly choices, all over and over and over again. you have to, like, you have to explore, like, like I say, I, I've, I've read close to 700 to 1,000 books, uh, and all different areas and all, and then one area one day is just gonna, it's gonna just click in, I say, I'm gonna look at that bit close, and, and that take the helicopter look off it, and put a magnifying glass, and then next to the wall, something lights up for you, you know, and you, you know, do something now that makes the hair stand up now on your arms, that terrifies it. Like goosebumps feel. Oh, I, I get goosebumps every day. But if you're not kind of doing something out of your comfort zone, you're not, you, you've got to be different. Yeah. You know, you've got to do something out of the norm, I mean, if your day is getting up, going to work, going to the gym, and, yeah. stuff, and that's your yeah. life, and yeah. you know, that's good, yeah. that's your routine every yeah. but if you just change that up a little bit and do something different, yeah. you don't know where it can take it. You don't know, you don't know where it's going to go, like, it's, it's 2019, I, I had a client last week, here's what I said, I'm going to love this one, he goes to me, I want to be something, and I was like, what do you want to be, you know what I mean, we'll, we'll do it, you know, let's do it, let's do it now, I'll put on paper, I'll help you there, I'll push you, because I'm fucking relentless with people, I'm on that, breathing down my neck, when I want to do something, because I know what it's like to want to do something, and you need somebody pushing you. You need some action and you need some, you're not willing to push yourself. And he's like, right, um, I said, so watch Netflix? And he goes, yeah. And I said, what you watch Netflix? And he told me, I said, well, here's the difference this is with me and you right now. I want to tell you. I don't have a telly in me, gaff. And he goes, what? I said, I don't tell you. It took me telly on my house. Do you want to know why? It's because my career means more to me than my telly. And he goes to me. Sitting down and procrastinating, wasting time. I don't. And he goes to me, I not believe me. And he goes, no. I said, well, do you want to join up my house? And we'll show you now and come in there and I'll show you the empty space where we tell you used to be. I said, it's filled with books now. Because all I do is write, read, journal, I go up in the morning, I read, that's all I do, I speak, I put myself out there. And he said to me, so what, what are you telling me? I said, telling you that if you want something enough, you need to work hard. Sacrifice. You're not working hard enough. And most of us are not working hard enough on our dreams. We're waking up, we have an idea, we're not following them. To me, I will die chasing this. And Kim knows and we poor girl has had it broke. We don't have one she day. She sees the struggles that you're going through. Like we said yeah. as well, like people would see the talk you're doing yeah. with seven hundred thousand people, yeah. but they don't see the twenty messages you had to send or the twenty yeah. clients you had to receive. I know what it's like. You're not a hustle. Yeah. So, but they don't see that, yeah. and it's not that they need to see it. But 
It's just the hard work you're putting in the background. You go fun point to see. Yeah, the hard work you're putting in the background kind of does go unrecognised. It does go. When people see the talks, and I remember like doing a talk with them, people were like, oh, it's handy getting paid X amount just for an hour. They do not see the research. They do not see what I do on a day-to-day basis. I've studied everything from all the greats to success to brand my own um, personal little, um, as I was saying to you a while ago, like, I got rid of my phone for four months even. I ran a trial and error structure of how my mind was without phones. Mm-hmm. Four months is a long time to do that for. Mm-hmm. I've done that. One month is a long time. One month is a long time. I did that, that to be able to talk about that on stage. Mm-hmm. You know, we trial and error this stuff. And gold, you're yeah, and I do all of this. So people say you can never debunk me and say he doesn't know this type of stuff. And I put myself in, in harsh conditions. I sleep, I put myself through sleep deprivation and everything. Four hours a night, mm-hmm. six hours. I've challenged and channeled everything. So people will not see that. One big part of this is they have to see the failure and they have to see all them poison the face. I've had some of the poison to my face that last year. Like you can get to the stage where you do, you will doubt yourself and it's important for people to know, look at this video is. Will I stop? Will I pack it in? Oh me, I've had, uh, I've had, I've had some battle between myself. Oh, I've had war with myself. I've had war and I remember, I remember one day going up to, um, I went to 20 places. This was true, they got 20 places with a model I had for self-motivation. Um, confidence building in the workplace, turned away from every door, coming up dressed in a suit, over and over and again. I remember going to one place and I said, listen, um, it was like a car dealership or one of these places, and I said, you need to hear me speak. I said, I'm a development coach. It's not in, it's, it's, it's in the UK, it's in America. I'll come into your place and I'll increase performance, hands down. I'll stand over. I can guarantee it. I can guarantee it. I'll give you your money back. And he goes, we haven't got the funds. And I was walking away at the door, I turned around, I walked away, I said, excuse me, he says, what? I said, a million euro worth of cars out there, you're trying to tell me you haven't got the funds. You know, I got the job. Absolutely. <laughs> but that's, you know, that all came from your mindset. You know, so, so not torn down. Mm-hmm. I, and, and I love that. I really it, was like that me, it was making me go, you know, I'm taking these rejections. Your rejections are done now. Mm-hmm. And that's when I, like for that thing, I saw at Houston Station, one day I wrote out, it was on Pancake Tuesday, I am a, I'm a development mentor, I work with self-motivation, it's Pancake Tuesday. If the motivation is as flat as the pancake you're going to eat later, here, take my business card. Because you're here, you're a CEO, you're not here to, it was, in the, it was short now, mm-hmm. you're here to look after your staff. Mm-hmm. I motivate people, that's my job. And uh, didn't it go viral because I spelled business wrong? I spelled business B-U-I-S. Mm-hmm. NES, this was a BUS, you know what I mean? Yeah, that was a typo on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And, uh, I was getting called like handicap, geriatric, mad stuff, and uh, lashed it over. But when we did that, what people don't actually know is even against like the army and WhatsApp rules, what people don't know about that is that I had two kids, right? I was struggling for my bloody life, I was barely paying the mortgage, I was trying to get work, and people lashed it over. And I was like, I went home to be given that day, and like I was deflated. I went up in a poor car and here's another funny story, I was on the way in a mini queue but I got a flat tire in the way, the power stayed in the car, parked yeah, up my car. You. Everything could stop you trying to be what you, I'm just but trying to follow my dream. And here's the best part, the universe will look after you sometimes. When I walked out, I stood outside and people said to me, Did you get any leads that day? I said, Yeah, I got one, I got led away by security. Right? <laughs> that was the lead I got. <laughs> and then didn't I end up getting three jobs within ten minutes? because I went for them. But the people who were in the speaking in places, because uh, I don't know whether they just seen, because I went for it because of the spelling. But then people said, you know, if you stand outside, you must have some balls. 
or else he's actually very good at what he does because no one's going to stand up. So he was just there. The conference was going on that day. No one's going to stand up so you can see that on Instagram for we flick through it. No one's going to stand up so because if I'm standing up so you use the station and put myself at the wall, I'm telling people I can fucking motivate them. I can walk in the room and put flames. Let's be honest, right? Mm. How was Houston Station? Mm. One of the busiest stations in Dublin, mainly. Yeah. It was Gatton Connolly. You were in a room mm. with 50 people, less, and you were there, look for the exit. How do yeah. I get out of here? Yeah. Social anxiety, yeah. I need to get out of here, I'm yeah. panicking. Yeah. And then you went from there, that shows anybody that can think yeah. of it. You went from a situation and an environment like yeah. that, with that mindset, mm. to standing where hundreds and thousands of people yeah. walked through every day, and you stood there and put yourself out there. So yeah. you really went from I suppose, being somebody that couldn't even be in the company of their friends. Yeah. To going out there and putting yourself in front of people you've never even met before. Yeah. And literally putting yourself, broadcasting yourself yeah. and not caring what people think. Yeah. And that, that was, was a priceless. It was, it was a win for me. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I, think went, I, I went home, I went home, I remember that was, I was really struggling that stage because that's why I was out there. Like, um, I don't really think people knew how much I was struggling because everyone sees the pictures you speak and you think you're flying. And... What I will say to people is, though, let, let that, I hope someone sees that and says to myself, you know, I might be reading an idea about something, I'm going to do it. You know, because you will get laughed at. Mm-hmm. You will, there's no doubt when people will say, what, what, what is he doing? I remember the army ranks and was thought, he's gone off his trolley and all. And it was, it was hard to hear, you know what I mean? But I then, so. it was quite hard to hear. So. But then again, you know what? Take the, take the good with the bad. Like, mm. What if they say that? You knew that. Yeah. You had the image in your head. You had this kind of vision where this is going to work. Yeah. You went from nothing, as in nothing in this industry, yeah. to now doing talks and being asked to come in and motivate children in yeah. schools. Like, yeah. That's a big deal. And so I, got, uh, I got asked to do a talk a while ago with uh, the CEO, 20 CEOs, and it was, it was a, an amazing to be able to say, because a year ago when I left, I've seen it, I've visioned it. And I just didn't know how it was, was going to happen. I just, I just knew it. You know? I knew it. And I was like, what do you want me to speak about? It's like, uh, I want you to speak about a 20 minute talk on self motivation in the workplace. And that was a privilege because obviously I'm doing something that is attracting them in to speak to them. In a corporate background. 20, see, 20, just speak to them. And they were like, like can you give us a prize and accept it? Let's go. And I was like, Shit, this is, uh, this is real now as well, do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, another, yeah, fr- another friend, actually a friend of mine asked me in something similar, um, sales personality there to do a talk, um, self-motivation. And that's why it clamped me early down on self-motivation in each year. And I put it down to self-motivation is, is not something I born with, it's a choice. Um, well, governed by our choices and routine, discipline, and uh, that's why I put me on model together called AD17. Mm-hmm. Win the day, win the week, the 17 part. Brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. So that's my model, brilliant. that's my personal model, and I base it off sleep, routine, consistency, and challenges. And I suppose, look at it, it's mad the way these things work. And it's working. Yeah. And I think before I finish up, um, for anybody that's looking to maybe just even share their, their information as in like, I need a bit of feedback, I need a bit of help, I want to find out about something that I'm, I'm confused with. Anthony doesn't just sit on, and do talks in front of hundreds of people, he's there to offer people support and help and make sure his Instagram will be above, make sure you head over and, and send him a message. If it's something that in your job you feel that he can fit in and help out with, if it's something in your school or college, um, I mean, his service is very unique because like we said, he's not somebody that has just and brought into this organization and brought into this industry he's been from the ground up he's been in the situation that some of you may be in and worse and he's there to help and i suppose i can't thank you enough for coming on and yeah, I mean, yeah, thank you so yeah, much appreciate it yeah, 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 thank you for having me on